this may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues comic podcast. Zero issues comic podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yes. Bri, you're also here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that makes that makes myself Kyle and the two other guys <laughs> whose names are <laughs> All right, let's say go. Say it these. with me. <laughs> I'm Merc. I'm still Bri. To the news. <laughs> Current Zero News Flash. All right, welcome to the news. Um, the biggest and saddest news we will save for later, um, which you probably already know what that is, but we will be discussing that later in the episode. But before that, uh, we'll go over some somewhat recently, not the most recently, but this is the first time we've had to talk about it. Uh, DC had their dc fandom uh event fandom it's a fandom boy i'd like to live in one of those so yeah so they've announced a, a number of projects or at least shared more details about a number of projects uh and we'll just sort of go through those relatively quickly i guess i'm gonna start with weirdly what i think is hopefully maybe the most interesting um the, more details about the flash movie um, which I never thought I'd say. I never uh, one. I never thought that this would actually happen, let alone that I'd be, yeah. that, that I'd be interested. They had previously said that Michael Keaton w- had signed on to play Bruce Wayne slash Batman again in this movie, which raised some questions. Uh, and then it came out before the fandom event that Ben Affleck was coming back to play his version of Batman too, which I never saw coming. I p- was pretty sure he was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was out, and yeah. I was like, that's done. Yeah. This made me even more of an alcoholic. Please make it stop. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he would have any uh, any part of that anymore. But apparently, what he uh, he said that he gave notes on the script before he'd sign on. So I guess uh, this is probably, I assume, the last time he's going to be doing this. And he, if he was going to do it, I think he, I'm sure he had some terms. Um, yeah. No, I want to make sure he's 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 shot directly in the head, and that we see it completely on camera. <laughs> I don't want this Batman to continue. No. Um, this bat. This is one Batman who won't return forever. <laughs> and Robin. Uh, Michael Triumphant. Keaton just over there, like, what did you say? What did he say? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll take his place. I'll yeah. do it. I'll take his place. He's all in now. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they showed off some new art, uh, including a new Flash costume, which apparently is provided to him by uh, the Batfleck himself. Um, and they uh, confirmed that this was, uh, well, it, it was supposed to be a Flashpoint movie for a while now. And I guess that's still what they're doing. But they had confirmed that like this is like the, the movie's really going to introduce the DC multiverse into the uh, the cinematic world. Um, in a way, I think, I think they showed clips from, like, various movies and stuff in the past where, like, literally, potentially every past DC movie, you know, they're going to confirm in this as part of a multiverse. I mean, they did it much, did as much before on TV with the oh crisis. Oh my god, it's going to be a flashback episode. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, remember that time? Mm-hmm. And then Christopher Reeve, 
So that's uh, the only thing that kind of gets me a little like, you know, they, they're doing the multiverse. Like, everybody's doing the multiverse like crazy these days. It's very popular yeah. now. But it's DC's strength, and they've been kind of running away from that. They had been running away from that, uh, you know, like nine or ten years ago pretty aggressively. And now it seems like they're really embracing it. And I'm like, well... It's kind of their thing, so I mean, that's a big strength for them, and it's something that actually makes them stand out from a lot of other comic uh, properties and universes, so go for it. That actually They need to yep. run towards it. Run towards it, like the Flash! How many Batman will he meet? Not, a, not away from it, like the Flash! <laughs> uh, they had some trailers for movies and some, like, sneak peeks and stuff. Uh, another Wonder Woman 1984 trailer... Where it, it it showed you a few new things, but it showed you uh, more of the cheetah. You had like Kristen Wiig as like a, a CG cat's character. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, and you know what? All right, sure. <laughs> now, now she's de- now she's not a dog. Definitely, no, she is. A, she is definitely a cat. That's what cats are. They're not dogs. Not dogs. <laughs> if there's one thing I learned from cats, is that cats are not dogs. So, yeah, so just a little bit more of that. I think we saw, like, Maxwell Lord using some powers and whatnot. It still looks like it'll be fun. It's uh, allegedly Mm. coming out October 2nd in theaters. We'll see. (laughs) I mean, I guess. I guess that's happening now. I guess so. Um, It's a thing that's allowed. It gets, yeah, apparently. Uh, The Batman uh, trailer. Yeah. Which, I mean, it looks, it's one of those things. It looked really good. Like, it looked like a really well-made movie. It looked like kind of... It gave me, like, David Fincher vibes, almost. Yeah. In, like, style. Yeah. Like, like a crime... Like, one of his crime movies. Like, it looked like Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Seven or Zodiac. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one of those, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And, I mean, like, that's... You know, I'm I'm kind of down for leaning into the detective aspect, obviously. This is what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I, like, and it looks like it's going to be really good. I'm just... Maybe I'm just Batmaned out a little bit, where I'm just like, all right... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of mixed stuff about it. Like, people are like, oh, super excited. And I'm like, I like it. But yeah, I can totally get why people are like, well, I'm not that excited. No. But I'm like, if we didn't have all the Batmans before and you saw this, you would be shitting your pants oh, with excitement. But I think that's I, why. I, I, it's I saw... because we've seen so much that you're like, ah, it's okay. I saw a thing <laughs> yesterday on Instagram that was like, you know, one of these awful Instagram accounts that exists. And someone was just like, controversial, <laughs> controversial opinion. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be the best Batman movie of all time. Like, I don't know if that's controversial. It's yeah. just that... I think you need to go back to uh, look up what that means, yeah. We, like, let's all just chill out. I'm sure it's going to be a good Batman movie, but, like, they're... You know, this is what, like, the eighth Batman movie? There's so many... Ma- the, wait, yeah, it, is, it is the eighth Batman movie if we don't count uh, BVS. Yeah, I guess. If you don't I'm that. good at counting... <laughs> Does the Lego Batman movie count? God damn it, Bri. <laughs> and of course, you got to count Batman the movie, the 1966 one, because it was released in theaters, so that counts. All right, I don't. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm was released in theaters. So. <laughs> He's out. I'm done. Um, yeah, like it, it looks really good, looks well made. I, I do appreciate Robert Pattinson, like the mascara shot that everybody was talking about. And I'm like, well, yeah, because he's got to paint around his eyes. Like yeah. it's like he's yeah. not just pretending. He's I, you not know what? Doing and that. the weird thing is, I have thought about that in every Batman movie yeah. going along, and then they take it off, and I'm like, it's "How gone. do you suddenly have that?" Yeah, all right. 
Whatever. It's like, remember when, like, uh, when Christian Bale could turn his neck for the first time? You're like, ah, they acknowledge that you can't yes. move his neck. It's like, now they acknowledge yeah. this. They're getting there. Bit by bit, they're getting all the way there. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby <laughs> steps, yeah. Little bat baby steps. I think the only thing that kind of, like, and again, it looks good. It had Nirvana in it. And at first, I was like, is it going to be set in the 90s? Apparently not. I think that it had, like, iPhones and stuff. It's just going for, like, that particular brand of angst, which I guess will work quite well for a young Bruce yeah. Wayne. Oh, you um, have the hair. Yeah, there. So, oh, that's true. So greasy. Such a <laughs> greasy Bruce. <laughs> greasy Bruce. That's what they greasy call Bruce and the legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess the Riddler, obviously, is going to be the main villain. But he kind of, like, gave me, like, he's sort of, like, um, on a, you know, he's he's tormenting the city in a i'm assuming a big way like he's got a big like mystery like how do we stop the riddler and he's like killing yeah. people and he's got like very low uh low tech kind of like duct tape and di- murder and i'm just it made me kind of just felt a little like heath ledger joker in that way a little bit but it's a trailer so i guess there's not much to go on yet it, ki- it yeah. kind of gave me a, a Calendar Man vibe, and that's probably just the, the Long Halloween yeah. influence in it. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, it was it, it was Hush and Long Halloween. Yeah. Kind of yeah. taken from both those. So I want the Riddler to get we'll his We'll see due. what they do. The Riddler is like, yeah. he deserves better than he's gotten. <laughs> what are you talking about? Villain. Jim Carrey. He's, he's fine. <laughs> he was doing the best Gorshin <laughs> he could possibly do. And I love me some Gorshin, yeah, but yeah. I, you know. the li- With a little bit of Bowie. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a, just a, a smattering of Bowie. Also out of uh, fandom, the announcement that uh, DC Milestone Revival will begin in February of 2021. Awesome. Um, if you're not familiar with D- uh, Milestone, it was from 93 to 97. Kind of like a separate standalone universe that was created and owned by uh, Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cowan, uh, Michael Davis, and Derek Dingle. Um, and it was uh, all African-American creators creating African-American characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of brought into the DC universe and then it was going to be relaunched again in 2015, but that was delayed. Uh, due to some sort of legal matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is apparently coming in February of next year. Um, I haven't seen a ton of names attached. Uh, Dennis Cowan and uh, Reggie Hudlin and Kyle Baker are the only names I've seen. But I think they're trying to introduce it like a, like the multiverse thing. And it's Earth M. Okay. So. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. I felt like they... I appreciate them, like, I do enjoy, like, Static and stuff in the DC Universe, but it just felt like they didn't know quite how to handle them there, so maybe it makes more sense to kind of have them in their own kind of bubble. I think well, it's, it's a- yeah, but I think they're, they're still going to be part of the universe, but how they do it, I don't know. Yeah. Like- Time will tell. We will see. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, and I uh, hesitate to even mention it, but there was a, a trailer for the Snyder Cut, of course. <laughs> Do we talk about the actual trailer? Um, do we have to do this? <laughs> no. Do we, we don't. do we need to talk about this? This is our choice. Uh, it's our it's, show. We Donna. don't have to do this. But uh yeah, yeah. so it's you saw Darkseid, I don't know, being a murdery dude and having some slightly dodgy CGI. You had a bunch of scenes, it was very overwrought. Apparently confirmed it's gonna be four hours long. Which is surprising to me because I'm pretty sure the trailer was four hours long. 
four hours, but then there's talk of, like, and I don't even know where it was mentioned, that there being one-hour segments. There's yeah. I have a guy on Facebook that's, like, total gung-ho for this. So he was, he had been part of the fandom, and he was, like, posting. But was he part of the fandom? Fandom. Sorry, fandom. So he, he was posting as he was going, and one of them was... Uh, like, oh, it's four hours, but it'll be in one-hour increments, and I kind of was like, why? You know, like a film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he kind of replied, well, I guess it's to, like, I guess entice more people into, yeah. like, it, it's a subscription service, so yeah. I guess so, but, well, the- like, aren't we all used to, like, three, four-hour movies now? It's not that uncommon anymore. Well, they're going to release uh, the first part in, like, the middle of a month. And so, if in order to watch the whole thing, you're going to at least need to subscribe for at least two months. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> that's the entire reason. Yeah. And so, that's, ter- uh, so- that's terrible. <laughs> like, like from a viewing standpoint, if it's a thing that you oh, yeah. want to watch the whole way through, they're, if they're forcing you to, you know, wait weeks in between, mm-hmm. it that stinks. But... Okay, to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. like any of these TV shows that we watch now that are big budget, like long movies, we wait in between them as they. Yeah, but I don't Game want to. <laughs> no, but I don't want to. Yeah. And those things are designed to be TV shows and not films. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but maybe he's maybe he's tweaked it. So maybe his whole idea was it was going to be a TV show. Maybe no, it told wasn't. <laughs> I already did the mic fall over, take the headphones thing off once. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it Frick, again. I should, I, it. I've got nowhere to go from there. I already went to a 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite... Uh, uh, I should, we should just get off of this because Snyder, f*** it. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just... Let, no, yeah. no, 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 we're done. We're done. No yeah, more. We're, we're done. done. We're done. On more exciting news then, uh, a lot. We saw a lot from James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, actually. There was like a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. thing. They had a whole like interview with the cast. Uh, this looks like it's going to be the most goddamn fun thing uh, in the theater of all time. This looks amazing. That looks it, pretty it fun. Has, it has definite promise. Yeah. I, yes. I wish I knew the characters, but I mean, in all, in all fairness, I didn't really know the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's true. Yeah. I, I knew Drax, exactly. and that was a kind of it. There were a bunch of character reveals. Like, you had uh, Idris Elba. I thought we were, he was going to be, like, Bronze Tiger or something. Or people were saying maybe he was a recasted Deadshot. He's going to be playing Bloodsport, who I guess in the comics, I think, had, like, had shot, or maybe in the movie, shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. And that's his big claim to fame. Yeah. Uh, and you got like Michael Rooker. You got I'm literally flipping. You through got it right uh, now. what's his name, John John Cena as yeah. the peacemaker, mm-hmm. which I love that. I saw I that. And I'm like, it looks so good. Like it's embraced the ridiculousness of it. And yeah, my first look at him was like, it. is that fucking Orion? <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. It, yeah. it lo- did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's funny how similar they were even in the comics. Like Nathan Fillion, um, and the art they showed. He said, like, TDK, but, like, the art they showed shows his, like, arms, but, like, they're, like, they came off. So, he is playing arm fall off, boy. That's happening. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Incredible. And I'm, like, extremely excited for, like, Peter Capaldi I knew is in this, who played, like, one of the doctors in Doctor Who. uh, One Mm. of my favorites, actually. And he's uh, playing the thinker. And he's, like, got all these, like, 
like kind of electrical things coming off of his head and he looks like just a manic yeah. crazy person and I'm just like I He looks like I, a real manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what the doctor is if you think about it. it yes, definitely. Yeah. Currently. All of the costumes too are just so extremely comic booky and and yeah, bright and just like so goofy and it's just I'm I'm just all on board for this. It seems like it's just going to be. Well, yeah, yeah I phenomenal. think James Gunn is a good choice to helm this, and if he can take it DC in a slightly different direction, or at least one of the movies <laughs> in a yeah. slightly different direction, yeah. good. Well, the movies, the him. movies that have Harley in them. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. They can be whatever you want, but uh, yeah. nothing else can. Nothing else. This week's episode is brought to you by Last Hope Gemstones. Humanity got you down. Exhausted that a lot of the world has become a trash inferno of hate and willful ignorance? Yeah! Are you on that la- <laughs> Are you at that last straw moment? Try Last Hope Gemstones. Maybe that crystal power will turn things around because, as our motto goes, you've tried everything else and it ain't f***ing working. So why not use a rock? Last Hope Gemstones. Bet you can't buy just one. Minimum two purchase per checkout. Not available in Quebec. Was that a commercial for crack? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Just checking. Oh my god. <laughs> You've tried everything else. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the warm-up. Um, I'm taking a, a cue from Kyle from a number of weeks back. He did this, and I liked the idea. I'm going to ask you a question, and you have 30 seconds to answer. It's just going to be some random question. Let me pull up my phone so I have my uh, my. Uh, I like this. I, I haven't been the victim of this before. so. No, you are now going to be the victim. Oh, boy. Uh, Bry is up first, though. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, Bry okay. just got an Super- ICQ message. <laughs> <laughs> Superman or Spider-Man? Who's the better hero? 30 seconds. Go. Uh, Superman is objectively the better hero because he's the greatest hero of all time, but I feel like there's a good argument for Spider-Man because he has a lot more to overcome uh and he's not all powerful. He has to struggle a lot more and he still he still rises to the occasion. So maybe Spider-Man. 20 seconds. Look at that. Good for you. Merck, Merck, this is like the one question I was made to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I was... I was. It's, it seems like an impossible question, but I'm just like, what can't Superman do? I mean, like, nothing's hard for him. Spider-Man. All right. So, Kyle, you're up next. <sighs> Kyle, tell me about DC's Atari Force. <laughs> well, Atar- Atari Force, featuring great characters like Babe... Uh, was a comic that was, I want to say, in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, not actually based around the Atari uh, company or video game system in any way. Atari what? Force actually stood for Atomic Tornado Atomic Missile. I cool. <laughs> I cool. <laughs> and if I'm wrong. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, you're dead. But but you might know a little better. Is Atari Four is actually based on Atari at all? Oh, it, it is. is. Oh, yep. Well, 
So it came out a little later than that. Mm. Like, I history is a blur, and the present is a blur, and the future is a gift. Wait, no, the future is now. The blur is the gift. The future is now. Wait a minute. The future is now. It's the nineties, and there is time for clacks. Are you, are I you love telling clacks. me that? <laughs> are you telling Nobody me ever talks the... about clacks. <laughs> Sorry, Bry, you were saying. I got it's gone. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Better be about clacks. <laughs> All right, Bry's up next. <gasps> Bry, tell me about DC's Creature Commandos. DC's Creature Commandos. Um, so it was sort of like Sergeant Rock was DC, right? So Sergeant yep. Rock had his people, his um, Howling Commandos is the other people. Um, the Sergeant Rock and his dear friends got bitten by uh, all manner of creatures. So uh, Sergeant Rock got bit by a Dracula. Uh, Sergeant Rock's buddy Specs, who has glasses, I assume, got oh, bitten by a Frankenstein, and so on and so forth. <laughs> and then they become the Creature Commandos. There was uh, a Chris Straub, Scott Kurtz cartoon about a guy who had been bitten by all the monsters, or had, like, all the curses. So he's like, all right, <laughs> really? I just gotta make sure I don't see a crucifix, or some garlic, or anything to do with a sphinx. Or neck bolts. <laughs> it's beautiful. Awesome. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. yeah su- super close, Bry. Almost bang on. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> okay, last question. Kyle? Kyle Rayner, uh, Green Lantern. Why should I bother? Oh, you shouldn't. All right, thanks. Yeah, hey, no problem. <laughs> this, this is... I, I thought you... He's turned on Kyle. He's Kyle's turned on Kyle. There could be only one. Yep. That's right. If one Kyle, one cartoonist Kyle, is going to get a Green Lantern rank, it ain't going to be that scrub, I can tell you that much. It's going to be the least. Look, look, he's not much of a cartoonist in that he was always doing like very specific graphic design and architecture and shit, and I'm not much of a cartoonist because I don't really do that much either. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all I got. Yeah. Are we all warmed up? I'm I'm I gotta take this sweater off, I'm so warm. And I gotta put this lighter sweater on. Hmm. What the f Our our main topic today is is we kind of alluded to in the news, um the the very sad passing of Chadwick Boseman, best known for his portrayal of Black Panther in the Marvel movies, who died uh, as of recording last Friday, August twenty uh, eighth, um, of colon cancer, um, battling a four year a four year battle with that cancer that nobody really knew about, and he sadly passed away at his home, um, and was to the shock of the world was announced and kind of took everybody by surprise. And yeah. Handsome. Um. It's been said all over, obviously. There was an absolutely massive outpouring of grief and um, appreciation. Um, I don't know. My first... I always think of him first just because I... Uh, when he was cast as Black Panther, I saw him in, like, 42 and Get On Up. He was played Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. and um, James Brown, respectively. And he was so, yeah. so, so good in both of them. Like, he absolutely nailed both of them. Completely 
different performances in you know different movies and he's just like i was automatically like this guy is like one of the best actors i've seen in a long time um and it says a lot i mean like he was still filming stuff like going through all of this like he was filming because it was four years right like he was filming like black panther yeah yeah and that's the crazy thing that you realize that he was filming black panther he was halfway through that yeah um and going through surgery and chemo during Black Panther. Yeah. Um that's that's insane. That's and that he was in that good of a shape and doing um all the like his own stunts and fighting choreography and all that stuff. And like on top of just giving an amazing performance. Yeah. And um is it just a, a testimony to his drive and determination? Um I know Ryan Coogler, who was the Black Panther director, made a a post um, just kind of commemorating him and just talking about him. But even he said in that post that he's like, I didn't know that I, I was I was thinking I'm like some people must have known. Yeah, like, obviously his family and that. But like, would would he have to tell the director to let him know that? But I guess he didn't like so. Yeah, he just carried on as normal, and but in that in that little dedication, he talks of his generosity and his dedication and his drive to create something unique and inspiring for uh, African Americans. And um, I, I'm just kind of paraphrasing it, but yeah. like like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings were. I, I think this is what. Chadwick had said to him, he's like, I get it. Like, we're making something like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, but for African-Americans. Like, yeah. And it's, it was like he got it as they were making it. He, he clued into, like, how possibly important that movie would be. And it really was. It yeah. was. Yeah. Like, it may be hard for three white Canadian guys yeah. to really yeah. grasp. Yeah how important that is but just by sheer numbers and the reaction like yeah it's an incredibly important movie and if you kind of back up and look at that as a in a contextual sense it's pretty amazing it was it was very obvious that he yeah like you're saying like he really understood how important that was um and really kind of owned that and i mean like you know i mean i, I just can't even imagine any 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 other feels like almost any other actor in a similar position in like a big budget movie like this would have to like step back or something and he absolutely did not yeah yeah and it feels like there is um, a definite reason for that and it's and i remember during their i th- i think it was during their press tour um and like a chunk of the cast was up and i, I think it was like Sirius XM or something like that but there's video of it of them just like at the this press conference thing and people are asking questions and and then i only saw a snippet of it i've never seen the full thing just the snippet of chadwick talking about he he speaks about uh meeting two little boys that were battling cancer um ian and taylor and i went back and i found this thing and he was talking about how they were holding on so that they could see the movie when it comes out uh and he was in contact with them through the whole shoot um and he's like, he he just didn't, 
he's like, oh, that's really amazing. But he's like not really grasping it at the, the same time that like these kids have so much anticipation to see this movie. And that's that's and then he kind of clues in like that childhood excitement that like he says you're you're waiting for christmas or you're waiting for your birthday or you're waiting for that favorite toy that's about to come out and there's so much childlike anticipation for it that he was like it became infectious and i started to understand how other people might view this movie um and he talked about that excitement he's waiting for for that um that anticipation but he all like i guess the the kids did not survive in order to see the movie come out and just to see his reaction he pretty much breaks down and um two of his co-stars are there like comforting him as he's talking and telling the story but then now to look back on this and he was going through the same thing yeah there, there there's lots of pictures of like him him visiting kids in hospital yeah. where it's like he he was in the same boat and yeah was it was able to to put other people before himself like that. Yeah, for sure. It just like it's, speaks to, speaks to his character. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think of like just the outpouring, I mean, again, I'm absolutely massive, but there's so many, you know, how, you know, basically like, how are you supposed to tell your kids that, that, that perspective, right. That like black Panther yeah. is dead. Like, how do you do that? And I mean, like, that's something where, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If if we wanted to like look at like a superhero to be represented, you want to look like a Spider Man movie or something. So there's been seventeen of those at this point. Like, it's just such a. It's like that's like a character in like a world that has has not been that he was able to bring to life and do it in such a caring and thoughtful, important way. Like, uh, I don't know. And it it I would I would say, uh, use the example of Spider Man, but it's you know if. You know, God forbid that were to happen to Tom Holland. Um, we are sort of of the mindset, like, well, there's someone else who could do that. And it feels very much like, who else could play this character? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that that's something that's probably being discussed already. It's kind of gross, but... That is gross. I mean, I'm sh- that's what it is with the film business, but... And, like, honestly, that was yeah. one of my first thoughts was like, oh, shit, what are they going to do? Which is kind of callous um well but, but it's but at the same time it's like that, this, yeah. you know this is a big character for a lot of people very yep. important so it's not necessarily super callous it's fairly callous though it's yeah i mean it's the last thing that you know should be thought about right now i mean i don't i wouldn't want to I, I don't really want to talk about that anymore at this point no but i mean no. obviously but no. it's it's you know but it, it's absolutely massive shoes right like <laughs> Like that, like that, that character, like that, his portrayal is, is, you know, I don't know how you, especially with this, yeah. with everything. He really, he really captured it. And just with his dedication and just like his particular talent and the idea of even the dialect and hearing him speak. Yes. That, I didn't know him as an actor that well. And then I've seen his stuff since. And then I've seen him in interviews and you're like, whoa, you speak. Your voice is so different yeah. <laughs> in regular speak. And I get it. Like, every actor does it to a, well, to a certain degree. Some actors don't do it at all. But um, just Oh, Harrison him... Ford? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Bruce Willis? Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm a surfer. Yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah, Harrison. <laughs> but him understanding that dialect that they had to learn, which was uh, the guy who played his father... 
uh john connie who played tachaka yeah um that's it was based partially on his actual native dialect yeah it's of, um of, what's it called Jojin. i don't know how to pronounce yeah and it yeah. didn't and he like on like he didn't like chadwick boseman didn't know it and then he like yeah like, he picked it up he like, was picking it up like that from what i had just, read like, like on set like he learned yeah how to do it right then right there and like nailed it and i mean that, that that that's the reason that like he took so it to it so naturally that's why they chose to just like you know going forward like you have that be like the official you know like the wakandan language right like that's yeah i can't i can't learn how to do anything now like i <laughs> <laughs> I can barely speak English. No, I, for- uh, yeah. I forgot how to tie my shoes the other day. It's still gone. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> just the fact, just the, picked it up like that. That's so incredible. Like, <laughs> I have to say, one of the most amazing things I've seen from this is, and it's 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 weird how do you, to put it into proper context, but is people doing the Wakandan salute? Yeah, and just seeing it in numerous places like whether it's just a fan or like you've seen it on like the nba court the guy um lewis hamilton who just qualified for the belgian grand prix um and he did it as like a a salute and a like a a salute to chaswick to chadwick but uh um i like it's weird it's like a fictional thing that's become a real life thing and then it carries on beyond that yeah like it's it's, it's yeah. massively powerful and meaningful. Like it's you know it, it's caught on and it's become so meaningful in that way. Like yeah, like and the, and he was you know you see him in every like appearance he do uh, promoting the movie and going back years. Like he was you know he seemed like he was very consciously like doing that all the time, right? Trying to yeah. like yeah you know and here and here you go. It's become something bigger than any person. The performance too, like just t- talking beyond that i really loved how he um because like black panther is a character you know a very a great character from the comics but i think has a habit sometimes being written a little more can be a little more like stoic and serious and maybe a little hard to uh like emotionally connect with in some way yes yeah yeah and his it, like he completely thread that needle where he like is the comic book black panther like a hundred percent but he was also like so he was very vulnerable and personable and like charming and just like you completely love this dude the second you get to know him right like he really yeah, he, hum- he humanized him yeah 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 but in a way that in no way took away from from uh yeah. from the character's like you know, prestige and power at all, you know, it would just like, that's, you know, I, I would, I would even argue kind of elevated the character, uh, made him a stronger character in the whole. Yep. Absolutely. So we, we could keep going on, uh, like this, but let's, you know, let, let's also focus on, on some happy stuff. Let's, let's talk about some black Panther comics. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're going back to the yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, we can ex- can explore where that 
originated and yes. where he took it beyond that. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it the, you know, yeah. there's so many, there are cla- to so many classic stories and stuff, but I mean, it's all, this is now one of the biggest, most important characters out there, period. Well, it's, it seems like, and it's weird because, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, well, I think I was going to say what you were going to say, where it was like, you know, up until, uh, volume three, always, always seemed like a B or C list character to me. Kind of. And it's weird because I would see people say that and in my head I'd be like, no, he's an A-list. But then if you kind of look at it objectively. Yeah, it's like, well, wait, who else is on that A-list? Like Black Knight? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, I get it. I get where you're, like, yeah, he's not quite that level, but, um, like, he was was an Avenger for a very long time, but. Right. But then. I don't know. Hercules was an Avenger too. Um, <laughs> well, Hercules, and I think, yeah, I think I lo- like it in universe, uh, like T'Challa was always very, obviously very important character. He's a king, you know what I mean? Like in universe and stuff. But I felt like, you know, it, maybe it was sort of treated not. And a lot of what makes a character a list in the comics sometimes is how sometimes they're treated by whatever the current editorial regime is necessarily. You know what I mean? Like there's often a push to like, you're going to push who your big money maker is right now or yeah. who, who traditionally the big money makers have been or who traditionally like who, who started off this universe, like who are like the big ones who started this universe off. Well, they're the center of the universe and always will be, Um, which you know, that kind of can sometimes lead, uh, can sort of, uh, sorry, uh, kind of prevent something from organically becoming more popular than, than, uh, you know, growing past its, its whatever its status was at that point or is currently in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I look back to when I was a kid and I would pick up Avengers issues and I would be excited if I saw that black Panther was included in it because I don't know. Like, I didn't know that much about the character at the time. Like, I was just a kid, and it was more like just a visual thing. He's such a badass, cool-looking <laughs> yeah, character. Just like, like he had, it was just like almost straight black. Does it, does very it little stem detail, from your love like, of, uh, of Snake Eyes? Yeah, well, same sort of thing. Like it's just that uh, he's all in black. Now, have I got a Raphael costume to show you? <laughs> <laughs> but really, like in the early in the early stories. He was just kicking everybody's ass. And it was, as as it seems in a lot of, like, earlier comics, when you go to, like, 70s, 60s, um, the characters were kind of moldable, mutable. Like, you could oh, you tweak when he has a power here, but oh, uh, Thor could suddenly spin his hammer right. and he, you'd lose your memory. Yeah. Like, and then now <laughs> Magneto is psychic. never happen again. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, did Black Panther have powers or was he just like super strong or was he just just a dude that was the was he just batman king of wakanda and he was like <laughs> a batman yeah and it was like it was kind of an unclear for a lot of the time but uh he was still like kicking like it, he, his first appearance was fantastic four yeah and we he basically kicked their defeated, until yeah until they were like wait a second <laughs> until wyatt wingfoot came in like <laughs> what Stop kicking their asses. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wyatt. Um, so like the Wyatt. Avengers and the Defenders battling the KKK. Mm, like, Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I I do appreciate how on the nose, like, you know what I mean? Just like, I'm just going to kick the KKK's ass. I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah. That's what I want in a comic book. <laughs> I got to bring up that there's 
and I've seen it a couple times and while I was doing my research for this I did see it again there's a fake meme that's popped up that uh, says that Kirby like Jack Kirby had been asked by editorial to include more white people in the Black Panther comic and his response was to have the white people be KKK and that's how the story came about and it's like that's actually not true <laughs> when that the KKK story it's d- written by Don McGregor mm. with art by Billy Graham um Kirby had nothing to do with the book at that point was was so Kirby even was... with Marvel at that point I don't know he I he did other Black Panther stuff after, like he yes. co-created it, yeah. and then he came back after. But he only did a, um, he only did a little bit, and he wanted to move on to to characters that he hadn't worked on before, yeah, yeah. or you know, created. And, and even when Kirby did, he actually downplayed the social commentary a bit. Um, like Don McGregor's run on, um, it it's a dumb name, but in jungle action comics yeah. which is where he first appeared for a good long time before he had his own series it was uh some pretty hardcore social commentary stuff really some really weird stuff because it's like that weird 70s sort of comics where it's like heavy text and yeah. so much like every caption has to explain everything and be really flowery and that sort of so Chris Claremont, uh, worse than that's where Claremont <laughs> got it from. What? Where he was infected. He <laughs> learned it from watching you. <laughs> exactly. What you got there? Oh. See, it's worse than that. I'm I, for that is a lot of text. listeners at home. It's a lot of text. I'm showing on Zoom here. A, a, just a, this is the yeah. They're just the, they're, they're covering collection. they're covering all parts that they really could. While still being yeah. able to show Any, a, a a comic book image with text, or just like so much dialogue, Whoa, so boy. like oh really God. dialogue heavy, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question. Sure. What form does Wakanda's government take? Um. I because I I haven't really been able to figure it out. I mean, it's kind of socialist, but it's also like Social they are monarchy. they are selling they are or were selling vibranium to to outside countries. Is that just for internal revenue? Uh, is it a um, utopia? <laughs> <laughs> it's I I I really did appreciate the most recent. Um, because I, I I was reading Tanahesi Coates' uh, run on Black Panther, and it was so 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 good. I uh, yeah I assume that's ended by now. I'm not sure to be honest with you. I uh, kind of fell off of Marvel sure. a while back, but it, it was a large part of that was trying to kind of there was kind of more of like a people's kind of uprising happening in Wakanda and kind of trying to um deal with it's monarchist, you know, status. Like it's a monarchy and yeah. like trying to deal with yeah. it become more of like, well, that's monarchy. the thing. If you have a King, you're, it's a monarchy. Exactly. Like, I don't know how. So I, a lot of that you was can like, really technically have socialism and that with it, but yeah. So that was a big part of it actually. Like that was a, a huge part of that was the trying to kind of, you know, come to terms with that. And like, even just from like a, a storytelling perspective, like a, you know, like, well, oh, is it, 
if this character is representing this, is it the best thing for it to be just be like a strict monarchy? Like, should shouldn't it be more democratic? Shouldn't it be more like, you know, like constitutional, whatever? Like, it, it, so there that was a big part of that. I, I unfortunately, I, I don't think I actually. It makes me. I really want to get back into the comic and finish it because I kind of got part way through and then had to make some cuts to my uh, comic reading and yeah. Yeah, and I and I was just sort of marveled out, so I kind of said I'll catch up with this later, and I haven't yet. But it, that is something that they have um, touched upon in the comics, and I think are trying to, you know, I mean, like as 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 things evolve in the world, are trying to kind of maybe make Wakanda a little more representative in that way, like democratically. Right. But, yeah, but yeah, like that's that's one of those weird ones, though. It's a good point, right? Because it's you know you present it one because, way because but... for for a long time it was it was sort of you know separate off almost xenophobic yeah yeah and, and like no no outsiders no yeah they're gonna wreck it well you read yeah you read those early stories um like that epic collection that i have yeah and it is it is clumsily written at times well, of course it is. Um, yeah and just like a little cliche and a little stereotypical right. in certain parts well in, in a good chunk really um but making an attempt to do something different. But uh, just just a tangent from what you said, uh, Tanahasi Coates was actually uh, a classmate of Chadwick Boseman. They knew each other. Get the fuck out! No, yeah, they both, kinda... they both went. They both went to Howard University. I did not know that. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's and Felicia Rashad who played mom on the Cosby show. Yeah. She yeah. was a teacher there. She was one of the professors. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming in the, one of the drama department courses, yeah. um, and was teaching Chadwick. Um, and at one point, I guess summer was coming up and there was a number of students who were up for some sort of like, it was called the British American drama Academy midsummer program, but you needed oh, the tuition to, to go to that sort of thing so felicia called a good friend by the name of denzel washington um who chipped in with this a, sounds made up i it's it's real <laughs> he there's a uh denzel washington gets like a wow some sort of lifetime achievement award and chadwick Jeez. got up and actually told this story so he paid for chadwick's um tuition to go to this thing holy moly um among others, I guess there was like yeah, nine of yeah, them that were of going course. to this thing. So, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Which, again, leads to everything, I guess. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. It's a small world after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool character. I did enjoy him, and I like what he what they've done with him over the years. Like it's yeah. just, like all the all the characters that are around for. 40 years or something, 40, 50, 60 years, they change all the time, and the writers and the editorial staff create different... They're different characters from time to time anyway, so... It does feel sort of similar to, to what they've done with, with Black Bolt in, in the last few years, where it's like, take this character that was... You know, they were... They were they were A-list, but they're sort of A-list over there. Yeah. yeah. And really made them like... You know, these these are legitimate characters to be, you know, they command a lot of respect. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really cool. Absolutely. Yep. And I mean, uh, that, that the whole world, like the world of Wakanda and, and, and the character has such 
depth and so like you know a, a very very strong character with pretty much no matter what you do i feel like there's always a ton of potential to do more and to like you know tap into more you know it, it, it's such a um, such a specific perspective where like no matter what's happening in the world i feel like you can really tell some like really interesting and and uh relevant stuff uh with with that character in that world and i feel like that's really been tapped into because of the movies and because and 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 because of like a lot of the more recent comic runs and into such a you know to such a way that i think that that's just going to be going forward like you know that it's going to be amazing black panther comics for a very long time that's yeah. what i think and i think it's yeah. it's become an important vehicle for a lot of people just in terms of like who's reading it and being inspired by stuff but then also who's writing it and mm -hmm. taking it into directions it never could before because it's coming from people who have a perspective that can't be shared by other people so yeah. they share it through that character and and kind of and it builds on itself and it grows and then inspires others and it it you know becomes yep. something far bigger and far more important than um could have been imagined in the first place <laughs> yep so with that said uh let's let's sign off no one wants to I'm go Mark. first you can find me <laughs> I was I'm sorry i was gonna i was gonna i know i was like who's gearing up i'm merc you can find me at mercasylum.ca m-e-r-k-a-s-y-l-u-m.ca merc uh on facebook merc and not like astronaut on instagram uh i am just starting up um a new kind of monthly draw thing so check it out it's uh, a bunch of b-list c-list and z-list characters um all like all to the alphabet so uh, this character is an a and this character is a b um uh, just something to make me draw daily uh, a b. if i can yeah <laughs> come and see me um what's that called yeah so something something d <laughs> Uh, what am I calling it? You have a name, uh, Alpha Draw. Alpha Draw. Oh, yeah, because... Oh! Like Alpha Bits, <laughs> the cereal. Yeah. Or Alpha yeah. Getty, the wet cereal. <laughs> the savory cereal. Just pour some tomato soup on your cereal and enjoy. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm Bri. Uh, Bri Kotick. You can check out my comic at welcometoheareafter.com. I keep saying we're going to update it again soon. I I don't know, man. This this year is... This is a year. We're living in a year. And that's all I have yeah. to say. Uh, and I'm Kyle Lees, and you can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com. I swear I'm going to have some new stuff coming soon. I've, I, uh, I started working on a few different pin designs. Uh, if you want to look me up on... I would say Instagram would be the best place, but really anywhere, if you just Google the Kyle Lees... Uh, I will very, in very short order, have a couple different pin designs. Uh, I want to get your opinion. You, yes, you, Doug. I want to get your opinion on which one of these pins I should make. So please do check that out soon. Yay. Yay. Tell me shoes.